What's up, everybody? Welcome to 3D Rivals, your first line of defense against stupid movies. My name is DJ, and today I am joined, as always, by my co-host, my sister. Dylan. Dylan. And my brother, Derek. What's up, everybody? And today we are going to be talking about Captain Marvel as we come close to the end of our Marvel Rewind. Who thought that it'd be lasting this long? And we're still not together in our regular recording spot. I was going to say studio, but it's just a room in a place. So, right. <laughs> um, we can go to the studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it can be a studio. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to move to a new room and a new place. A new room and a new place. Let's mm-hmm. do it. Yes. Um, yeah, so we're still recording here, which is why we started the MC Rewind in the first place. So who knew? This is what we're doing. But, of course, we're going to be talking about Captain Marvel and Episode 8 of WandaVision as WandaVision comes to a close as well. Next week is going to be the last episode. We'll see what the end of that craziness is going to be. Um, I guess I'll start off, though, with uh, Captain Marvel. Um, I still don't think it's a bad movie. I think it's all right. Uh, I had my problems. I'm going to say this. I was enjoying the movie a lot more in the beginning, and as we came into like the third act, then it kind of got boring, and that is my take on the movie overall without going into a lot of details. I do feel like the movie started out good. Like, starting out, uh, it had my attention, my intrigue, and it was cool. But I feel like it bottomed out, like, toward the middle of the second act. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, I'm wondering, like, okay, what's the point? What are we getting to? And it's like, Getting to the third act and everything, I was just like, nah. <laughs> I say that it was uh, uneventful. <laughs> uneventful. I mean, there was some yeah. pretty good uh, stuff in this movie. Nick Fury was good in this movie, especially the de aging. That was just crazy because even watching it now, I couldn't really tell the CGI work they did for that de aging. Like that worked amazing. Um, besides that, his character in the movie was good. I like Talos. I think Talos is excellent <laughs> as a villain. I don't know. Like, I I really did like him. I thought he was funny. Um, uh, yeah, maybe that's about it. I don't know. Hey, I would agree with you. Nick Fury was a, a highlight of it. Talos was a highlight of it. I really enjoyed the friendship between Carol and Maria. Mm-hmm. Which I was I gonna felt like that. was one of the few relationships that really paid off. And I think like when we did this movie a year ago, one of my main complaints was that, you know, she was portrayed by her whole team, but it didn't really feel like something that should matter. Yeah. Now, this is the third time I watched the movie and probably the second time I watched it with really trying to, you know, get into the meat of the movie. Um and there's one thing that I kind of was confused about in the beginning, because we mentioned that last time, like, hey, you know, she is supposedly been with these people for six years, but it didn't, by the end of the movie, it didn't seem like it. It was just like, oh, uh, well, now I get to kill you guys, I guess, you know, like. 
it, like there was like no real relationship. And I guess mm-hmm. maybe some of the team members was distanced from her. But even then, like if you're going to spend six years brainwashing someone that you at least pretend to be their friend for real. Yeah. Now, here's my question. Was this her first mission? Now, my first time watching it, I didn't think so. But now I think like, was this supposed to be her first mission? After six years, because six years seems like a long time, by the way. But maybe right, it takes that years. long to brainwash somebody. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, well, I felt like they uh, they were training her this whole time for, for six, six years? years. Nothing yeah. takes that long. Come on, man! She, you can be an astronaut for less. And does she need training? She has like all the superpowers in the world. <laughs> like. Yeah. I don't know. That was weird because when she met with the Supreme Intelligence, it was like, uh, you know, Young Rock says she was ready for combat or whatever. So I was like, wait, so is this her first mission? Which I guess that would make more sense of why it was so easy for her to turn on the people that she supposedly spent time with because maybe she didn't spend time with them. It doesn't seem like when they were on the ship in the beginning, like that banter that they have between them, they've worked together before. Yeah, I feel like they have. Um, I was going to comment on that banter. I actually feel like we needed more of that. I liked that buildup of the team. I feel like it would have been more impactful because I think the twist with it being the Kree as the bad guys and the scroller good guys, that was actually good. I think that's a good twist. I think it would have hit home more if we built into her relationship with the Kree more, more than her just saying over and over again that, you know, she's Kree and she serves the Kree homeworld and all that. Yeah, I, I think this movie suffers from trying to do too much and too much in the sense that, like, there's probably about, like, three or four storylines. Mm-hmm. And I think we would have benefited more from more of her as a Cree working with them as part of that society. I think we would benefit more of Marvel. Yeah. You know, I would have loved to see that storyline instead of just snippets in a flashback. I think it would have been better to see that. You know, maybe the movie starts off with Marvel doing her thing or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, because we didn't really get to feel for Marvel either. Like, because yeah. um, we just got that one flashback where it was revealed that, Hey, she was trying to do good. Um, which again, I think it was a good reveal, but I don't know. I feel like, especially with how important Marvel is to Carol Danvers in the comics, I feel like we needed more focus on that. I don't know. It was kind of disappointing that we didn't get that. Cause Marvel is like what I know, at least from like watching the cartoon and to not to get that was a little disappointing. Like, oh, okay, oh, yeah. We just kind of like glossed over this. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh... and, yeah, and I mean, with it like Marvel being a woman in the MCU and not a guy. Um, uh, I don't know. I feel like, right? You think that was important? I don't think that was important. I mean, the story is the same. Does it matter that it was a woman now? Nothing changed. Nah, I guess you're right. I don't know. Maybe I was just thinking about, like, if they expounded on it more, I was just thinking of, like, the actual character. But I guess it could have been either gender. I guess it didn't matter. Yeah, because I think the only thing that's important about Marvel is that they be 
a Kree soldier, um, and that they work with the humans, because um, that's how Carol came into contact with them, which they kept that sort of, I mean, changing up the Marvel's relationship with the rest of the Kree. But I, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know that the gender swap was really that important. Um, I do know that there's people that have some issues with it. I will say this movie um, does do the girl power type of deal kind of heavily. I don't think it takes away from the movie. In some movies, it can take away from it. In this particular movie, I don't think it takes away at all. It's fine. I know that upsets a lot of, um, you know, men who are, are probably uncomfortable with themselves. I don't know. Uh, but it's, I think it, I think it was fine in this movie. It wasn't like overdone or anything. Oh, I I, and I, I think it's it's also was a good message, you know. Like especially you figured it was supposed to take place in 1989 when at that time women weren't allowed to be fighter pilots. Yeah, and so to show that like despite being told her entire life what she can't do for her to keep getting back up and to achieve and to continue to achieve things that's. That's not a bad message to have, and they yeah. they showed it in a, a good light, or well, not in a good light, in a good way, you know, to present that message. I'm completely fine with yeah, that. Yeah, I think that was actually a pretty good message in it, especially with her. That was one thing about her is like, you know, she always gets back up, and I I feel like that's kind of the attitude they generally um, in these comics present about the human race when they're facing off against. The alien races it's like oh my gosh they don't give up they're resilient or they're stubborn or whatever and that's the thing about carol is she, she doesn't give up and stuff and i felt like that was great i felt like that was that was portrayed well um from the beginning to the end of the movie she had that personality uh which was good but mentioning- she was always gonna fight i guess like what you're saying like in the end i guess in the end when like she comes to the realization of her true power it just for some reason for me it didn't really hit well, yeah. and I, I, don't, I don't know why. You know. What I wanted for the third act of this movie, I wanted, um, when, when watching it this time, I feel like the small fight she had when they took her power away, I feel like that should have been a bit longer. You should have had her try and fight off all of the Kree people and stuff. Maybe she still loses and gets to overpower the supreme intelligence at the end. But I feel like it would have been better to show her, you know, overcoming them a little bit, at least without her powers. And the reason being is because it feels a bit uninteresting when she's just stronger than everybody. And that's what happened at the end. It's like, hey, she's got all the powers. She's stronger than everybody. It's really kind of it. It becomes boring because it's like, well, OK, she's going to win. It's it's not a fight. Yeah. Because right, it was too easy. Like once she gets all of her powers, no one on that team was even close to being able to stop her. Even Yon Ross, like he was trying to play mind games with her, you know, make her doubt herself or whatever. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, she just shot him like. I'm powerful than you. Yeah, she she won from the beginning of that to the end. And usually fight scenes have acts just like movies do. Like, you yeah. know, in act one, two, and three. And in that, you see a back and forth. And there should be a struggle with the hero. Um, I'll go back to Iron Man, uh, the first uh, movie. There was, there was a bit of a struggle with him in his third act with Obadiah. There was times when he was winning, and then there were times when it was like, no, it's not winning. Plus, he's against the clock. His suit's running out of power. You feel that sense of of peril for him. Now, you know the hero's not going to lose in the movie, but 
it makes you like you, you want to go how are they going to win with this it wasn't a question of how's carol going to win this i don't she just, she just flies she just through a bunch in. of spaceships <laughs> yeah like she just comes in and start punching people and didn't want to punch and they're out the game so yeah it wasn't it wasn't a challenge yeah like at all yeah it's <laughs> old though She's she definitely is. OP. Which is why she needs stronger villains. Like, you yeah. need to give her stronger villains. Kind of like um, Man of Steel, how he fought against other Kryptonians. Because who do you have mm. Superman fight against? Right? Right. Um, you right. can't just have Lex Luthor, um, or you need Lex Luthor working with. Generally, Lex Luthor works with other people where he has some kind of superpower suit or something. Because otherwise, is there a challenge? You know, you gotta make that challenge in order to make it interesting. And I feel like this movie didn't have that, which is why the third act kind of was boring. I would agree. Like, because the Kree, they don't have any power, right? They're just aliens. Yeah, I mean, they're stronger than people. Yeah, they're stronger than humans, but uh, I want to say... Just about every alien race is stronger. Yeah, that's kind of like given, isn't it? Pretty much, yeah. But yeah, compared to Captain Marvel, yeah. I mean, Thanos in Captain Marvel was pretty much the only like you needed her to fight against him, right? Which we got a little bit in uh, in game. So yeah, yeah, yeah. She just needed a, a bigger villain. Yeah. So we'll see what they do for Captain Marvel too. I, I want to know what the deal with that is. Um, I did want to talk about her personality though, because I was right. I was making a bit of a comparison between Carol Danvers and Tony Stark. They're both display like this arrogance about them, which fits their comic book characters. Difference yes. is, I feel like Carol Danvers isn't likable because she doesn't have the charm that Tony Stark has. Like, even in this movie, like, they gave her some quips and stuff to give, but it didn't land the same because she just doesn't have that charm that Tony Stark has. And, I mean, it, that may be appropriate for the character because I don't think the character was very likable in the comics either. Um, but, like, she really she, doesn't come off like a likable person, like, <laughs> at all. Yeah, she's not a likable person in the comic books either. That's, like, how she's portrayed. Yeah. Because it's like, it's basically in the comics, she's solo. She's by herself. She doesn't work with anybody. Yeah. And it's like, she does have this overconfidence because it's like, who can really beat her? It's like, there's nobody really out there that can beat her. Yeah, true. Very true. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you, will come you can be overconfident and still a likable person. I mean, Tony Stark is overconfident, but like you said, like he's also charismatic, which goes a long way where you can still be a jerk, but then you're just like, ah, but I like him anyways. Yeah. The likable <laughs> jerk. Like that's the yeah. same, the likable jerk. Yeah. So. um, So like with that being said, I mean, I feel like it's appropriate. I, re I remember I was telling Dylan earlier, I had watched um, with my kids Superhero Squad, Marvel Superhero Squad, and Miss Marvel is in that. And I was sitting there on the couch thinking like, man, she's even unlikable in this children's cartoon. <laughs> like, man, she was a very unlikable character. I'm like, God, it's so annoying. <laughs> 
That's that's um very interesting. I wanted to, but I didn't have enough time. I wanted to watch the Earth Mightiest Heroes. I know she shows up towards what the end of the first season or something. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to watch her to see if she has that same personality type. Because not knowing the comic books, I kind of want to see like, is this who she is? And would that change my opinion of the movie any? But I didn't get to it. No, I feel like it's it's who she is. I'm trying to remember Earth Mightiest Heroes. I remember she wore the red and black costume in that. Um, I think I, just I think she was. You remember Marvel? Yeah. Yeah, that was a good cartoon. Maybe we should review yeah. Earth Mightiest Heroes. Yeah, I'll put it on the list. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would be a good review. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, other than that, I like I mentioned the rest of the movie. I thought was pretty good. I was enjoying it until like like Derek said halfway through the second act. Closer to the third. I was bored the entire time. <laughs> fell asleep, so. That's not surprising, Dylan. <laughs> Ooh, that I fell asleep or that I was bored? Both. It was, no, it was like two o'clock in the afternoon. I don't sleep during the day. Mm, of course not. <laughs> no. But all right, are we ready for a random movie facts? Yes. Yeah, go ahead with the random random facts. All right. Um, So, because, as we mentioned before, people are haters and are sexist. And they kind of review-bombed this movie because reasons. Because this is the first Marvel movie that starred a female superhero, even though it shouldn't have been. It is. So anyways, people gave it a bunch of negative reviews without watching the movie. And this caused Rotten Tomatoes to change their policy. Yeah, I remember that. That was some that was some mess. It's like, come on, like, why hate a movie because the star is a woman? Like, I don't I don't get um and I know there's a certain group of people out there that really that's like, oh, everything's SJW this, but I don't I don't get what is so wrong with having a main character be a, a woman like what's like that's not forcing anything down your throat there are women superheroes there's always has been well, well not always but you know what i'm saying like right. there have been well, women superheroes get a movie about them <laughs> like like is a movie about them are you mad because they're gonna beat up men in this movie or i don't understand and then i mean i mean come on how many female-led superhero movies are there like four yeah compared to the hundreds run by men they're look there's still a lot of disadvantage calm down all these people that review bomb this movie i mean look black panther got the same kind of hate i don't they didn't review bomb it i don't know but there was a lot of internet stories about how people were getting beat up at the movie saying they didn't belong and none of that stuff happened but they were trying to discourage people from going to the movie theater yeah which is so stupid and then I'm like, how many strong female protagonists do we have? Man, Alien with Ripley, uh, a Terminator with Sarah Connor, right? Like, what? What are we? Yeah, uh, and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween. Yeah, like, so what's what's the problem? You know? Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't... <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. Like I don't get how having a female led movie but you know what people who have problems with that are people who aren't confident in themselves. 
So if you think a female-led movie is somehow going to, you know, I have no idea. Just be confident in your own manhood and then don't worry about it. Because it, I it, would agree. Yeah. It doesn't affect you at all. Like, yeah, cares? and then my whole yeah. thing is I still don't get the point of like review bombing and this type or complaining that there's a woman in a movie. Because if you don't like it, if you're the person that don't doesn't like it, okay, don't go watch the That's movie. It. Yeah. Like I don't I don't understand the whole like what's the point of you being mad about the movie coming out? Just don't watch it. Yeah. I- <laughs> you know? And it's like, if you don't like something, then you don't have to watch it. That doesn't mean that you also have to force me to want to not watch it. Just yeah. watch it. How about we just stop, like, interfering in other people's lives? <laughs> Let people do what they do. <laughs> and, like, just, man, people, yeah. So that was, I remember that. That was ignorant. And, um, I mean, look, the person that used to be the head of the MCU was that type of person because he's the reason why we're just now getting a black widow movie and the because she should have been the first female movie let's be real um and the reason why they didn't even have toys they didn't have the female toys because i mean the the mindset that people wouldn't want to see a, a movie with a woman lead is just stupid like all people want to see yeah. is a good movie Yep. I don't care if it's led by a man or by a woman. If it's a good movie, then I'm all for it. Yeah. I mean, in the same with toys. I mean, to think that like, oh, no one's gonna want to play with a female toy. That's like certainly not true. I mean, right? Like, we had both plenty. as kids. Yeah, we did have both, and yeah. I was like, there's plenty of superheroes that I like, like female superheroes that I like <laughs> as a male. That I'm I, like, wow, that is I a got superhero. To, I got hip to Black Widow like as a superhero. Um, because I mean, like, I will see her on the Avengers, you know, the ones we grew up with, and um and different stuff. But Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Oh yeah. Was yeah. like playing that and like how her character was, like, you know, doing the secret missions on the side for Nick Fury. But for whatever reason, I took a real liking to her character. And I was just like, wow, this would be really dope to have her in a movie or something. And then, I mean, for her to be an Iron Man too was sweet. But it's just like, I didn't think about like, oh, wow, you know, I would never want to watch this or why would somebody want to watch this? It's just like, I mean, it's a character. Yeah, I mean, dude, Jessica Drew, Spider Woman, like, oh man, come on, man, yeah, Storm, X twenty three. I mean, we have so many powerful female superheroes. Like, I'd be all for it. But even then, even when we were kids, like you watched like the cartoon, as strong as like Storm and Rogue and Jean Grey were, they also always managed them to also be the weakest person. <laughs> yeah, they're always like using their powers, and it's like, oh. I can't hold this much learning. You know what? Yeah. Who's like the biggest uh, person that did Invisible Woman? Yep. Yeah. It Invisible always woman. like, women, but women. yeah. She was supposed to be. She's like one of the most powerful people out there, right? She can do a lot with her powers, yeah. and it's always like in the cartoon she put up a shield. I can't hold much longer. 
and then they faint. <laughs> like, <laughs> they they always faint, which is crazy because Cyclops has no power using his powers. Like how right. can the men have limit on their powers? Yeah. But you know, storm makes the wind blow, and all of a sudden she's out for three days. Yeah, which is why it kind of sucked that they ruined the Dark Phoenix twice. <laughs> because it's like, man, that's such a good story. I mean, right? I understand like they don't follow like exactly in the comics, and then with the animated series. Mm-hmm. But the storylines they used in the animated series—if they made that into the mo- a movie. It would have been so good. Yes. So good. Yes. Just take the story from the X- 90s X-Men cartoon yeah, and write your script from that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, horrible people do horrible things, and it's not going to be the last that we see of this. I'm pretty sure Captain Marvel 2 is going to get hate, and we'll see with Black Widow what's going to happen with that. But We'll see. Look, this this movie made a billion dollars, so hate all you want is not going to change anything. True, true. It did make a billion dollars. Yeah. So, and so. I hope that they go with the storylines that we're hearing is being rumored for two and three. And I, I feel like though, if they go with those storylines, it's going to be great. Please, because then we can transition into a rogue solo franchise. Come on. Who don't want to see Rogue? She's like one of the best Marvel characters. It doesn't have to be a Rogue solo, but give me Mystique. Uh, We've seen enough of Mystique. I've seen enough of Mystique. I don't don't want want Mystique. I mean, Mystique done correctly. No, but I'm done. But we had of it, so I'm done already. Yeah, (laughs) like I I agree with you. We do need Mystique done correctly. Well, I take that back because I did like her in the first X Men trilogy. Yeah. Is is this new one? I'm not feeling. But since we had her for like six movies, did she die? She should have died. Did, did she? She, die? she did die, didn't she? She died. In, no, she didn't die. No, did she die? No, Don't who died? Die. No, she Don't did die. She... That's why Beast was mad. Yeah. Oh yeah, she died, and no one cared. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> She died because Jennifer Lawrence didn't want to do it. Bye. No one cares. You yeah, were the horrible true. mystique. Bye. Very true. She was not. The model did a better job. At like her days, days of Future Past. That Why? movie was about Professor X and Magneto. Right. She didn't do nothing worthwhile in Days of Future Past. No. I liked her in it. Bye. Go Bye. somewhere. You no longer <laughs> yeah. have any opinion. Bye on that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't like that version of Mystique. And I don't know. I'm just like, even if doing, done right, I just like, look, let's just move on. Please. Let's just move on. I don't want to see yeah. Mystique. I don't. It's kind of hard to have early role without Mystique. It's just what we have. It hard. Just have somebody else be the influence. Someone else play that role? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. Could be Agnes. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Hey, it could be. I mean, you're not wrong. It could still. be. Yeah. I'm just worried because uh, the MCU is not uh, far from just killing a character off. <laughs> they, oh. they kill characters off quick. Wait, oh, you think they're going to kill Agnes? 
<laughs> I'm hoping that they don't. That's not important if they do. I was like, I don't feel like it's important if they do. She's not that good of a deal. Yeah, who cares? I felt like I she mean, was like, needed for WandaVision. Well, that's about it. Yeah, she could die next week. It wouldn't matter. Yeah. Um. All right, but did you have any other interesting facts or... I did. Um, let's see. Brie Larson is allergic to cats. Mm-hmm. So all of her scenes with Goose was either CGI or a puppet. Fair enough. If I was an actor, I would kind of want this all the time. I, I know Actually, everyone's going to ha- hate me and stuff, but like, you know. Cats, cats. Yeah, I don't like cats. I'm also allergic to cats and I also don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Let's be real. Cats and squirrels are evil. <laughs> They're gonna take over the world one day, you know. <laughs> okay. Um, in the comics, is it pronounced Talos? Talos? I think it's Talos. I don't. Know. I think it's Talos. Okay, he is one of the few scrolls that cannot shapeshift. Huh. Did you guys know that? No, didn't know that. Yeah. Crazy, right? Hmm. Oh uh, yeah. And then I thought this was interesting. Okay, so you know the supreme intelligence, which I felt like we needed more of that. Like they felt like it was this all powerful thing or whatever, but yeah. I needed it to do something. I and think we really needed more of how the Cree homeworld work. Like we needed to dive deeper into the Cree homeworld, which I guess is a, a different movie. Like you can do both in this movie. Um, I wish we had too a, much in yeah. this movie. Yeah, I wish we got a setup for it before now. Yeah. So, um, so anyways, the supreme intelligence always appears as the person you admire the most. So for Captain Marvel, it was Lawson, aka Marvel. Yeah. And Yan Ra, anyone want to know who he admired the most? Uh, they, did they tell us? It was a deleted scene. Oh, ooh. Himself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's not even surprising. <laughs> that's not even not surprising. surprising. Wow. I was like, okay. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, um, for nitpicks, I don't really have nitpicks. I have questions, maybe. Okay. If, if maybe we can just, just dive deeply into some of these things. <laughs> oh, deep um, dive into Captain Marvel with 3D Rivals. Yes. Did this have to take place in the past? No, it did not. It no, did not. not. And I feel like it taking place in the past screws everything up by like Shield existing, but not really existing in the first Iron Man movie. Well, yeah, that got retconned so hard. But yes, well, one, it was like Shield existed, but they had trouble coming up with a name. Well, we know Shield technically existed because Captain America two showed us that Shield existed well before the nineties. And they were called Shield, so I don't understand. I get Iron Man was the first movie, which is why it was like ah, and they weren't sure if it was going to continue to be a thing. But yeah. when you keep having these movies in the past, things get screwed up. Ant Man also retcons that. Yeah, because you had the Titan being built. I feel like it only takes place in the past because they were giving us the perception that well, if she's in Endgame. Then we need to have to establish her as a well-known superhero before then. So for the problem with that is she wasn't really an end game. Yeah. Um, I don't well, how do you do it in the present? Would it be before the snap, like Ant Man and a Wasp? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly like that. Before the snap. Before the snap. And it could still she could still meet up with Fury and stuff. 
it'll be a different feel. Else stays the same. Yeah, it'll be a different feel to the movie. Does it matter? The fact that it took place in the nineties doesn't really matter. No. So we're kind of like the second the Wonder Woman movie. How that didn't need to be in the eighties. Yes. Exactly. Um. So we talked a little bit about the how well the de-aging for Nick Fury looked. Coulson was a little odd, but I think that's because What's-His-Face has looked the same for like 20 years. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, it's the thing. We're not used to seeing him look any other way than the way he looks now, <laughs> I think. Yeah. He's slightly more hair. But yeah. um, here's the thing about de-aged Nick Fury. While he looked it young, he still moved like an 80-year-old man. Hey, hey, okay, look. No, no, no. He was running in slow motion down that tunnel. I'm like, he was running like it hurt. It probably did. <laughs> you you leave Sam Jackson alone, okay? <laughs> he got an action okay. scene. I think he said he was happy about that action scene. I'm sure. I'm like, I'm glad he finally got like a lot to do with these movies besides yeah. Yale. Yeah, well, he, he had an action scene in Winter Soldier, too a lot of yelling yeah, well but yeah no i'm I'm like shout out for him but then you realize like oh man this dude's old <laughs> all right <laughs> okay so i know the answer to this but still why didn't she destroy the ship ronan the accuser was on besides the fact that he has to show up in guardians of the galaxy plot armor <laughs> that is it <laughs> that is just plot armor there's no reason like, you know it doesn't make any sense but she got the cool threat with the punch the little punch and the power coming get out, that out of here. Hey, you know, it's pretty cool okay so i i know we talked about this but the events in the avengers Definitely warrants a call to Captain Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> aliens, it, it are, does. aliens are attacking the planet. Yes. But I feel yeah. like they were alluding to Nick Fury wanted to see if the Avengers could handle it first. That's the why Avengers he... were losing. <laughs> <laughs> they were straight up losing. And I know now, granted. By the time she got there, it would have been over. It would have been over. But she yeah. still should have would have got a got a call. So nah. yeah, like I I think. Okay, so there's going to be a secret evasion show, right? Yeah. So does that mean yeah, that some of the scrolls are now going to be evil after all the help that they got from the humans, or how that work? So I feel like. And kind of like what Taylor said, like it's war, it's dirty. I don't think there's any good side to this war. I think the scrolls that we encountered in this movie weren't particularly bad, but that doesn't mean that you've got some scrolls that's going to be like, hey, we can use the humans the same way the Kree, like, hey, we can use the humans. All right, yeah. that makes sense. I feel like, um, like what you said, uh, DJ, um, that. You're going to have good and bad on both sides when it comes to a war. And it's just in Captain Marvel, these just happen to be refugees running away from the war. Yeah. But it's like there are going to be bad squirrels, just like there's bad Kree. And the secret evasion is in the current timeline? I believe so. Because we had that scene with Nick Fury at the end of Spider-Man, which we right. haven't watched yet on this yeah but you know where he's on the sword spaceship so yeah yeah 
Absolutely. All right. Um, all right. I guess that makes sense. Okay. So my last one, and I think this kind of ties into WandaVision because I think it's pretty clear that Monica is not filling Carol Danvers anymore. Yeah, WandaVision. Yeah. So And what's what's I, the reason behind that? my thing is that Carol never comes back. Um You know, it was like, she tells this little girl like, yeah, I'm going to be right back. And Carol never comes back because she made herself the police of the universe. Right. And then, like, Monica's mom is super sick, right? You're She supposed died to be from cancer. Maria's, you know, ride or die. You never come back. I think she um, kind of feels some type of way about that. That makes sense. Because, yeah, Carol didn't come back until Endgame, right? Because no one's heard of her or whatever. Yeah. So, She right. never comes back. And, you know, you're this, what, 10-year-old kid or whatever? You take that personally. Yeah. Well, especially like, oh, your Yeah. mom, y'all supposed to be best friends with my mom. She's over here on Earth dying of cancer. And what, it's been... What, so that was 92 this took place in? Are we sure 95? Because Yes, it said I am six almost years ago, certain 1985. 95. Okay. Well, Almost certain. if even if it took place in 95, Endgame's in, what, 2023? And we know Carol didn't get snapped. So, from 19... Well, let's say when Monica got snapped away. So, what, 2018? Yeah. From 13 years. You were gone for 13 years. And you never came back. Yeah, no, that's that's messed up. I might I feel like, a kind of a certain type of way, too. yeah, so I feel like that's why she's super mad because I'm like watching this and I'm like, Carol never comes back. Like, I think it's pretty obvious she never comes back because even like in, I don't know, we're talking about Endgame, but still, in Endgame, they're like, hey, we need your help. And she's like, what about the rest of space? And they're like, uh, people on Earth. They might ask you to police the rest of the universe. Yeah, like first of all, there aren't other superheroes. There, you, Earth is the only one with all these superheroes. There aren't any other superpower beings. I mean, Thor was, you know, out Yeah. there, and other Asgardians. Stop. Yeah. Lady Sif <laughs> is out Well, there. I think it was like it even made um made a like soft nod like with Nick Fury saying that you know we don't know what's out there. And apparently there's other beings out there that's more powerful than we are. Silver Surfer? And it was like that's why. Right. Yeah. She So would it's lose like a silver Oh, she yes, would she lose would. a silver surfer, yeah. Yes, she would. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I feel like Super Surfer is the most powerful as one Is he? I don't know. when it comes to cosmic beings. Yeah. He get his power from Galactus, and how do you be Galactus? I don't know. Does Fantastic Doesn't Firestar Four manage to beat get him her power like from Galactus twice a too? season? I think they just be tricking him. No, Silver Surfer works with I think they Galactus just to try and lead him to planets that don't have sentient life on it. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, but we'll get into Galactus in the future, I'm sure. I'm sure. We're going to have Fantastic Four movies, so maybe I let's... mean, right. I'm like, you can't have a scroll. You can't have Fantastic Four and not have Galactus. Yeah. So, all right. You, you might be right. And, you know, we were questioning whether the new movie is going to be in present, and... I think we got our answer. I forgot. Monica Rambeau is cast in Captain Marvel 2. And Tiana Paris says she's cast in that movie. So it's going to be modern day. Oh, right. And also because Kevin Feige also just said that You didn't have to watch WandaVision to understand Captain Marvel too. 
if it was taken any place in the past, that wouldn't matter. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, All yeah. right. so present day. So uh Rogue Story, look, look, for for Captain Marvel 2, just in credit scenes be rogue and go into Captain Marvel 3 where Rogue steals her power. Please do it. Please. <laughs> I I like that. I mean, if you're gonna end a trilogy, why not end it like that? Yes. And she can be in a coma or whatever. And then we can have a Rogue series where Rogue has to deal. And then the end of the Rogue series, she has to fight Captain Marvel. Because isn't that what Rogue has to do anyway at the end? Because Captain Marvel's mad because, you know. And she took put, her power. Yeah. yeah, and put her in a coma. Yeah, that type yep. of deal. Yeah. I feel like that would be great. All right, what's, what else you got, Dylan? That was the last one. Cool beans. Okay. All right. So, um, I guess we're rating Captain Marvel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I I started off actually higher than Watch While Folding Clothes, but it quickly fell to a strong Watch While Folding Clothes, right in the middle there. Uh, agree. Watch While Folding Clothes. Yeah. I would agree. Watch while folding clothes. Yeah. yeah, indeed. At the beginning, I was like, because I was trying to do other stuff while I was watching it. But at the beginning, I was actually like, oh well, I want to see what's happening in the movie. And then, and then yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> that's our rating for Captain Marvel. Watch while folding clothes. So if you have some laundry to do, pop this movie in and enjoy. Uh, with that being said, we're going to move ahead to the next portion of our podcast, which will be WandaVision episode number eight, the penultimate episode of WandaVision. What did you guys think? Um, I thought it was good. Answered a lot of questions. I, I kind of like, um, yeah, I just basically there's just nothing left else but just to see, like, how does it end? Like, just all the questions we have was answered. I thought it was kind of interesting that the answers to these questions are fairly simple, and we were doing a lot of thinking when maybe we didn't have to. I think that's what makes this show good, though, right? Like, it makes you do all this yeah. thinking. It, it it makes people theorize and stuff, which is another reason why, while we hate it, I think it was good that they had this weekly, because you wouldn't get all these theories and stuff without it being a weekly show. Um, mm-hmm. So pretty good. Yeah. Um, I I like I, how we went down like a memory lane for Wanda, and you know we got her origins and everything. I thought that was extremely interesting, and it was a few tie-ins that I thought was cool. Yeah, I thought that was interesting because it's kind of like a story that you know, mm-hmm. but then to to see the story, I think one explains like why sitcoms because. Yeah. That's that's how she grew up. And then as, you know, more things kept happening and happening, she found comfort in sitcoms, which is like, then it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Someone pointed out, I guess Malcolm in the Middle came out earlier in in this universe than in ours because... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I brought that up. Yeah. Malcolm in the Middle did not exist at the time when her parents supposedly got bombed. Uh Yeah. Malcolm in the Middle debuted in 2000 or was 2001. It 2000? Yeah. It was a little after. I thought, yeah, 2001 or 2002, I thought. Um, so, yeah. But that's cool. You know, they got a special universe when Malcolm in the Middle came out earlier. That's fine. You know, 
all good, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, it definitely answers the question why sitcoms. I thought that was cool. And we get to see the scene where the bomb, like where they're hiding under the bed and the Stark mm-hmm. bomb is there, which is just like, I'm glad we got to see that scene, you know? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad we did. I also liked how that like that red dot and that noise it was making was the same noise the toaster was making in mm-hmm. that first commercial. And we know like all the commercials was related to her, but yeah. I thought that was kind of like a nice like touch, like this is where this is from. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. yeah. All our theories were right about that toaster. It was the Stark Bomb. Yeah. Um but that was I, I like the fact that on this episode that basically it brought all the commercials together. So it was like all the commercials we've seen from previous episodes. Yeah. If like you didn't understand them, you you got an understanding with this episode. Well, the commercials is her repressing her trauma, it seems like. Like all of the trauma yeah. that she's dealt with, she's trying to repress it. And that's what the point of Westview is, right? Like she's she just couldn't take it anymore and she's just trying to live a fake life, basically. Yeah, it's it's kind of sad, really. Yeah. Like all she wanted to do was to have a funeral for Vision. Mm-hmm. Like that that was that was just it. Like all this other stuff, Hayward, like just you know, we're not gonna just bury a, a billion dollar you know robot or whatever. Like why not? Like why not? Right? I mean, well, we know why he didn't want to because he wanted to use it for his own nefarious reasons. Yeah, but like. First of all, it was never yours to begin with. Let's get that straight. Right. It wasn't your property. True. Yeah, Vision belonged to the Avengers, right? It was never the government. So, like, I don't understand. You got to think, though, the Avengers are under control of the government. Sokovia, of course. Yep. Ah, right. Still, where do you get off, like, we're not just about to bury this? But you were, were, quote-unquote, taking it apart, right, to be decommissioned. Then why wouldn't she be able to bury it? He wasn't. Here's the thing. That whole scene with with Hayward and Vision being taken apart, he's playing a a serious game. One, it's been five years, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like he's been trying to get Vision back online for a long time. Oh, and yeah. he let Wanda yeah. in there. He let Wanda down to where Vision is. I think he was trying to see if she could do it, bring him back. You think? I think that's what that was his game. And it was come on, he was goading her to break in there. Like they're ripping Vision apart and stuff. Come on, why did it take five years for them to do this? It, that makes no sense. You would have been able to take him apart and decommission him already before. Wanda even came back to existence. So, like, he was doing that for a show for Wanda to try and rile her up. You can even see it in her his face. He even go to her with the line, not everyone has the power to bring Vision back online like you do. Right. That's true. Well, you know what? You're right. Because even at the end, at the cut scene, is basically he needed that power from the, the hexagon mm-hmm. to power him up. And that's basically what he was waiting for. Yeah. And that's what he did. He's trying to get his sentient weapon, which they said he's trying to get his sentient weapon back. Which yeah. we know White Vision in the comics is just a robot, like no life or anything. Did we know that? Know. I didn't know that. I didn't know that was a thing. I thought he just didn't have I th- I thought so he's not gonna get no color? No, no. Oh, no. see I didn't know. He's that. just white. Yeah, he's just white. 
yeah, it was like Vision, because in the comics, Vision has the consciousness of Wonder Man, and I think that got taken out. It was the same deal. Like, they broke him down and took Vision apart and stuff. And uh, when he lost that, it was, he was just a robot. You know, no feeling or anything. And he becomes white? Yeah, he was white. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, it was good. That's dumb if he's just a robot. What he's supposed to do? He's under the control of swords, so, you know. Whatever. Y'all figure Hayward's about to die at the end of this, right? Because he's not a person. <laughs> you think Wanda kills him? I'm thinking he gets crushed by a truck or something. Uh, yeah, that's the type of deal that happens to these people. Kind of like Sitwell in, in Winter Soldier, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. yep, just get snatched out of a car. Done. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you had that. So, yeah, he's definitely he was playing a game there i was in my reaction to it i was like man what is he doing because like he wanted her to do something but surprise surprise which i didn't expect she didn't take vision's body she didn't do anything there she didn't take vision's body she just left right and we spent so much time on this topic like blah 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 blah. it turns out vision is just nothing yeah, he, he really is just something. I'm just glad that I was right about this from the very beginning. Were you that Wanda created vision? I said it. I Y'all was no, like, no. You was busy talking about a piece of her subconscious telling her, you know, that this yes. is not the right thing to do. That is not what that is. <laughs> she didn't. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Not what that is. Yeah, so that was surprising. Super sad was Vision bought a house for them to build and live in. Which is a little... I gotta say, Westview was kind of a crappy town. Well, I think they were saying it was kind of the aftermath of the snap. Oh, I thought it was just because it was New Jersey. (laughs) We lost a lot of New Jersey listeners. I actually don't think anyone from New Jersey listens to us. Well, they won't now. My apologies. (laughs) Um. Yeah, like I think because people were putting up missing people uh, posters and stuff like that. Oh, okay, all right. You know that makes more sense because I was watching like, man, this town sucks. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it's kind of like when Ant Man came back to his town in San Francisco. Uh, like, yeah, why were the trash bags piled up five years later? I don't know. Apparently, but... all the the garbage men got snapped. Apparently, that makes no sense. I get that the infrastructure is going to be hit initially but i feel like in five years not everything obviously like there's a lot of stuff that's going to take a long time but i feel like you will be able to have a regular garbage pickup in five years that was more of people just giving up like whoever the mayor of san francisco was which is like oh well forget it but you were absolutely right like basic necessities will keep going because it has to yeah i mean Something happens. That's the first thing they try to get back online. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand why there was like years of trash piled up. Makes no sense. Makes no sense. But you, but they could build a monument though. <laughs> yeah, that monument was trash. clean. <laughs> Makes no sense. Um. Yeah. So I feel like it was kind of the same thing. It, this was the aftermath of the snap and stuff, and now people are looking for their loved ones since the blip happened, and people are coming back. Um, that that makes sense. I, I I take back what I said. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, I was like, 
that whole thing and he had the heart with the for us to grow old in i'm like man oof yeah to think about that yeah i I did find it was interesting how it was just like she goes to the site and then it's just like she wasn't trying to do this but as just how she expressed her grief basically by creating a world that she could be happy in yeah she just does it like she just does it and she which creates is, vision and everything, which yeah, you know. So I like how it is a simple explanation. It's usually the simple answers. Yeah. Also, I'm I'm back to questioning. I know Agatha is a villain, but she's not the kind of villain that people were thinking, because she didn't get Wanda to do this. She didn't trick her into doing it. All that. She's just trying to find out how Wanda did it. She just wants her power. Yeah. Which I think I was saying all alone, it didn't make sense that Agatha was behind it. Yeah, I, I, I was agreeing. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I kind of like how even her motivation is pretty basic. It's just Wanda's super powerful and she wants to know how. And yeah. then can I get me some of that? Yeah, because she's like, Wanda, you're mind controlling people miles away right right changing like what she call it transmutation you know changing how people look and materials and stuff and she's doing it without thinking like she's not even like thinking about doing it's just her power is just doing it and so yeah to control thousands of people yeah that's just yeah and agnes is like yo that's crazy (laughs) right so she's trying to figure out i think i still think agnes might be trying to bring some like she figured out Wanda can do this and she's trying to figure out how she did it because Agnes Agnes wants to bring someone back. Oh, I mean, she seems like kind of person who just wants the power. Does she have to bring somebody back to have that power? You know, there's some people who just like... She just wants the power. Okay. Yeah, why not? Yeah, that's cool. cool. I mean, that would make sense too. I would be mad if that was the thing. Uh, I feel like she is working alone. People still have other theories about that, but I... It doesn't seem, no. with the way things are looking, it does not seem like she's working for or with anyone. Um, no, I mean, if you even said, like, she had Pietro just to, to basically get Wanda's guard down. Mm-hmm. And what I was saying, like, before it was super weird that Pietro was asking all of these questions. Yeah. Because it was her asking all of these questions. And it was the same question. How'd you do yeah. it? You know, yeah. Where'd you put the children? You know. Um, so, yeah. Pietro. All right. I still think it's a Pietro from a different universe that was uh, that Agnes was controlling because he still has super speed. Also, Agnes can't create things like she mentioned, basically mentioned that like Wanda can just create a vision in her kids out of nothing because it's Wanda. Agnes can't do that. So she didn't create Pietro. So who is he? say this i don't think it matters i think it is just so not important to the overall storyline he's nothing okay you don't think he's gonna survive past this show no okay maybe not actually that's no, probably I... the most likely thing i, I was kind of yeah. hoping like hey no get a i PH think he's back. really insignificant like for real mm. i think he's just really just not that important okay boo i kind of want quicksilver back <laughs> I mean, no, I I agree. I don't understand the point of killing him off in Age of Ultron. 
Oh, uh, contracts. Apparently, in order for them to use Wanda and Pietro, and since Fox was using Quicksilver, they had to kill Quicksilver. Oh, because he couldn't continue in the other stories because Fox had him? Yes. That was their agreement between the two studios. Like, hey, we're going to be using Quicksilver. So, you know, he oh. couldn't be called Quicksilver, blah, blah, blah. And he couldn't become an Avenger. So he had to die. Stupid. Because yeah. I've always liked Quicksilver. Like, I know he's like a bad guy in the comics, but yeah. I've always liked him. Yeah. So, I don't know. I know it's likely that he's, nothing's going to happen from this, but I'm hoping that it's an actual Pietro from some unknown universe. People need to stop focusing, oh, it's the Fox X. It's not the Fox X-Men Pietro. I never thought it was him or whatever. It's like, come on, guys. It's not how the multiverse works. It can be anybody. Um, I just want a Pietro back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, hey, it's just a guy that is Pietro. It's kind of her brother, not really her brother. And hey, we get that inventory back. What would be the point of having someone that's kind of her brother, but not really her brother? Look, okay. I don't know. Oh, okay. It's not going to happen, is it? No, it's not going to happen. I'm so disappointed. That's <laughs> saying. Um. All right, so where do we go from here? Oh, I did want to mention one line the Vision had in the middle of it, which I thought was really good. After Pietro died, and he was basically saying, you know, he didn't know what grief was, but he's like, basically, he thought, based on what he can see, he figured grief was just love persevering. And I was like, man, that was a really strong line. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I I thought it was kind of cool to see, like, Vision comforting her and to see at the point where they started to grow closer together. Yeah. Because he was basically the only one that was there for her. Yeah. um, With that, I have to say, other Avengers. You guys suck? Yeah. Her brother died. Y'all just like, hey, man, here's some sitcoms for you to watch. Yeah, just leave her in the room watching Malcolm in the Middle. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. No wonder this team broke up. (laughs) I'm like, good lord. What, Hawkeye? Where were you? Like, I know you had a family and stuff, but you couldn't, like, hey, let, let's let Wanda stay here with us for a little bit while we, you know. Just left her alone that big old empty place. Ridiculous. Yeah. They were just asking for her to go crazy, so not yeah. surprising. Um, all right, so the question is, what do you think is going to happen from here? How did, How is this series going to end? I have... I think everyone thinks this is not going to end well for Wanda. I'm going to say they fight fake robot vision, right? Mm-hmm. Anyways, the hexagon explodes and gets destroyed. Okay. With that, she loses vision and her kids, which brings her into a deeper dark hole, which leads us into Doctor Strange 2. And he fights her on an astral plane in his movie. Hmm. Now, are we? I'm trying to put like the time gap together. It's only a few months, but I, I think we need to do it. Do you think like she starts spiraling, but it doesn't blow up until Doctor Strange too? Like she starts. I, think... I mean, so this is what a month after Endgame. Yeah, about a month after Endgame. I, I say 
Doctor Strange 2 picks up right then. Right afterwards? Yeah, why not? Is Spider-Man is the one that's messing it up and again you know if it completely messes it up I'm going to be extremely mad at Sony because I'm always mad at Sony but because Spider-Man 3 oh. takes place after Spider-Man 2 and we know it's multiverse with Spider-Man 3 but it wasn't multiverse in Spider-Man 2 which takes place well after this current like after WandaVision like now Spider-Man right. has no excuse to mess up this timeline you're seeing, you know, okay, you get a pass for like in game or whatever because all that stuff was happening and it was super, super secret. Mm-hmm. But like this stuff is happening. I mean, you're, you know, you could tweak things here and there if you needed to in I order think, to continue to fix I the I think timeline. the problem was they wanted to set Spider Man in uh, Far From Home. They wanted to set it in the summer. And that creates a problem, you know? Say no. Because who's to say that this multiverse has to affect what's happening in London? Okay. It takes time. Well, he started in New York. Well, that's why I was saying, like, I don't think it's immediate. I, well, I guess maybe at the end of Doctor Strange, she that's when it, like, starts cascading across the rest of the, the planet. I mean, that, that would make sense, yeah. Because yeah. who's to say that it has to affect Peter Parker and them right then and there? True. Strange. What? Oh yeah, Spider Man Three comes out before Doctor Strange. Comes out before Doctor Strange because Doctor Strange is in the movie. Okay, so everything I say still stands. Wait, what month did Endgame? Okay, hold on. They said Endgame was in October. Endgame was in October. This is the summer, so that's a whole school year. Yep. Huh. Yeah, because remember, no, Far From Home was the end of the school year. Right. There's no way they let her go crazy for a whole year. Like I said. Maybe they do. Even, no, but even with House of M, she wasn't completely crazy. Like, she was going back and forth, and that, they had that whole meeting on whether they should kill Wanda, which is crazy. Um, so that is always yes. <laughs> so I feel like... Um, like she loses all this and it doesn't happen right away. Maybe maybe they try and keep her contained or something like that and she breaks loose. Or maybe it's just something that festers and finally like explodes later on. Because I think I think Spider Man three is gonna take place right after Far From Home. Because you gotta deal with the whole him being outed. Right. So yeah, so it has so everything else has to take place during the summer. Yeah. So you're saying that for six months She's just allowed to be crazy. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe they had her in a coma or something like that. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. I don't know. We'll or see. Maybe it's going on and they don't realize that it's going on. And the only person realizes it is Doctor Strange. Maybe Doctor Strange shows up at the end of the series and he takes her out of our universe. She breaks out? And she breaks out later on. Okay. Or we could just say Far From Home is wrong. Or Far From Home is just wrong. That too. Because, yep. of course. Of course. It's always a thing. <laughs> always yeah. a thing. But, um, of course, Vision, I think, is going to... People are theorizing rather Vision uh, kind of links up with the white Vision to create Vision again. Regular, like, So the no, fake Vision and the white Vision meld together. Creates one Vision? Yeah. 
But isn't Paul Bettany done? He's done. I think he's done. So that's not happening. Yeah. I don't think so. I think, like, we, first of all, we need Wanda to go crazy. We know it. It's going to happen. Like, that's kind of the premise of the rest of these movies, right? Something makes a multiverse, and it has to be Wanda. So um, I think Vision goes when the whole thing explodes and her children go. Yes. I would agree. Yeah. And then she goes super crazy. Even though she was already crazy, she goes a deeper dive into her crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't so, know. Maybe they do like one of those things trying to contain her power and then it just takes a while and but she she overpowers it eventually. Always possible. Do you feel like this ending is going to be satisfying? Or I feel like it's going like to leave more questions. Yeah, I feel like it's just going to make me want more, mm-hmm. which is going to suck because there's no guarantee we're ever going to get it. People are saying they're in talks for season two, but I don't see how you can do a season two of WandaVision. I don't want a season two. No, I don't think that makes sense. Because we, we got the movies to finish the story. Yeah. Like if the movies didn't exist, then yeah. But we got two movies to finish the story. And then it doesn't even, it's not going to have the same feel. It's not going to be sitcoms and whatnot again. It's just going to be like, it's not, I don't think you do a season two of this. No, I think this is one of those things where quit while you're ahead. Mm-hmm. Like this was good. It was successful, but that doesn't mean we need a second season of it. Plus, I mean, like how many Marvel TV shows can they come out with? You can just do anything. There's plenty of story in between movies that everyone would love to watch. So like, you don't need a second season of these. Just do something else. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not needed. Yeah. So I hope they don't do that. Yeah. So next week's the last episode. This uh, was very surprising. I mean, I thought the the Marvel TV shows were going to be good. But this was definitely uh, a surpassed expectation. Yeah. Um, definitely not disappointed, which is great because I think it's one of those things like, oh, I hope it's good. But this, this is a TV show. If it's not, then whatever. But it, it, it has been good and very enjoyable. And now it kind of is like, man, will walk Falcon and the Winter Soldier also live up to it? I'm hoping so. It's definitely going to be a different feel, but I hope it's still stuff that, like, at the end of every episode, we're like, oh, man, what's this and what's that or what's going to happen with this? That I'm hoping it still has that kind of same hype where everyone is theorizing about things and stuff because I feel like this is really good. Um, if it's really building the hype for the rest of the Marvel Universe, period, they, they really, this was a good idea for them, you know? It it was because I was definitely not all in on phase four. Yeah, it seemed a little light, right? Yeah, it just seemed like something I wasn't going to be interested in. Phase four, I wanted to see Black Widow and I wanted to see Shang-Chi. Yeah, because that was just different. And I was yeah. super interested in something like that. Yeah. But the rest, Eternals, I don't know. I'm kind of curious, you know, but. I'm still out on that. Yeah. Just, you cannot get me to see this movie. It's not happening. <laughs> You're not, not going to watch it? I'm not going to watch it. Wow, okay. Well, all right then. But yeah, so yeah, this definitely builds hype for the rest of the Phase 4, especially Phase 5. I'm I'm actually have hype for Phase 5 because that's where all the good stuff seems to be coming out. About to skip over the phase that just started? 
It doesn't. It's not even that long. It's mostly TV shows. Oh, okay. It's like how many movies is it? It's not even that many movies, and it doesn't end in a Avengers style movie. Well, yeah, but it doesn't have to. Is that why on Disney Plus Phase Four is under Phase Three and Four? Because it's just not that long. Maybe I don't know, or maybe they okay. did that because they don't have WandaVision is the first thing in Phase Four, right? Oh, uh, so they didn't want one icon on the line by itself. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, Wanda was that? WandaVision is the only one yeah. with Phase Four right now. So what do we get this year? We have Falcon and Winter Soldier next. What's after that? Supposedly Black Widow. Supposedly. Are we talking just TV shows? Um, no, Loki out. comes out this year too. Loki it, comes out July 11th? So Loki's right after Black Widow. Yes. Or is it June? Man, I had that date and I forgot it. I think it might be June. No. June 19th? Because Black Widow's uh, May, right? Supposedly. Yes. Black Widow's quote, supposedly unquote. in May. <laughs> Which makes sense because... Um, sense. Let's see. We're in March and... The 19th is when you get... Falcon and Winter Soldier. All right, first of all, the 19th was a Saturday, so that date was wrong. The 19th of March? Oh, I'm sorry. June 11th. Ha. That's okay. when Loki's coming out. Okay, June 11th. Okay, Falcon and Winter Soldier will end on April 23rd. If it Wait. No, oh, it's nine episodes, right? No, it's not. Six. Six. Six episodes. Oh, I thought it was six. That's short. Yeah. At least that's the internet rumor that is only six episodes. Well, I think they're going to be our long episodes, though. Will I, they? I hope so. Because this one, this WandaVision episode was only 40-something minutes. I'm still like, excuse me, where's my hour-long episode? <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, so Falcon and Winter Soldier will end April 23rd. And that sounds... Yeah, that sounds right. Cause then Black Widow comes out in May, and then June yeah. you give time mm-hmm. for everybody to see it. And June is Loki. Yep. Okay. Makes sense. Well, we'll see what happens there. Um, well, those are our thoughts on WandaVision episode eight, and our thoughts on Captain Marvel. Um. So, with that being said. We'll like uh, if you guys want to give your thoughts on Wandavision or what you thought, like is Pietro Pietro? How is it going to end? Who's that and what's this? You can comment down below wherever you're watching this YouTube or Facebook. Um, also, you can email us as 3drivals at gmail.com and Facebook, where facebook.com slash 3drivals and youtube.com. You'll be able to uh, get the link in the description um, below. Other than that, thank you so much for watching, guys. We appreciate it and. Peace out.